Welcome to the Canacook Podcast. It's the most wonderful time of the year, and we're taking a break from our usual focus on family, leadership, marriage, and spiritual growth to do a mini-series on Advent. If you're new here, welcome. You've picked a great time to jump in. Over these four weeks, we're focusing on faith, hope, love, and peace. This content is great for any age during the holiday season, and we hope it helps you focus on what Christmas should really be about, the birth of our Savior, Jesus Christ. Let's hop into week two to talk about love. Welcome to the Canacuck Podcast. My name is Shay Robbins, and I'm here with my teammate, co-host, and Santa's little helper, Joe White. <laughs> Shay, I'm not sure where you got the Santa's little helper thing, but, uh, but it makes me laugh when you say it. I know. It does have a nice <laughs> jingle to it, doesn't it? So uh, I'm glad to be with you again today. I, I can't wait for what it... What, what are you baking this week in your oven, Shay? Well, me. that's a great question. Um, as you know, the blob cookie revolution has begun. It's probably already found its way into your home. And if it hasn't, I'd encourage you to begin this week. Uh, Joe, we welcome the Canacuck podcast listeners to our Christmas Advent series. We're here in week two of our journey to Christmas morning to celebrate the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. And as you know, we'll release a new Advent series episode leading up to that special day. Joe, got another question for you. <laughs> In this Christmas season, I can't wait. What would be the best Christmas present you could receive this year? Wow, mm. uh, that's a great question, Shay. I dreamed uh, recently that my legs grew back. In fact, I've dreamed it three times. Have to you be, really? To be uh, yeah, and and I know lizards lizards do that, and I think. I think in my dreams there was some kind of a you know kind of a, a lizard thought you know they grow tails right well okay. maybe if uh, if a, a radioactive lizard bit you that could happen wow <laughs> <laughs> kind of a Spider Man kind of a Spider Man deal you know uh, maybe maybe so hey I've you know so, crazier things have happened <laughs> so growing legs you know honestly uh, legs are not my Christmas wish. Um, my Christmas wish is, and, and I don't want just to over-spiritualize this, but I will tell you folks, from the bottom of my heart, uh, if I could choose, you know, to have my legs back, or I could choose just to be one step closer to my Savior, uh, without any doubt in the whole wide world, I would just choose to grow one step closer uh, to Jesus and that's sort of the beauty of, you know, pain and suffering is it, is it whittles out, uh, you know, hopes and wishes of this world, whatever they are. Uh, and it's just, it's just, it's honestly the gift of Christmas. That, that's my greatest, that's my greatest Christmas, not wish, but prayer. God doesn't waste a hurt. Our scripture reading today comes from John 3, 16 through 21. And this week we're focusing on the word love. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son so that everyone who believes in him will not perish but have eternal life. For God did not send the son into the world to judge the world, but so that the, the world might be saved through him. The one who believes in him is not judged. The one who does not believe has been judged already because he has not believed in the name of the only son of God. And this is the judgment, that the light has come into the world, and the people love the darkness rather than the light, for their deeds were evil. For everyone who does evil hates the light and does not come into the light, so that his deeds will not be exposed. 
but the one who practices the truth comes to the light so that his deeds will be revealed as having been performed in God. Shay, when you talk about love, um, and especially in the, you know, in the context of Christmas love, in the context of, of somehow God deciding to build a cosmos so that he could have the joy and the blessing of becoming your dad, Shay, Ashley's dad, your, your mother as she's fought through so courageously COVID-19, her, her dad in her suffering and her recovery, and the dad, the father of everyone listening who knows Christ, in the context of God deciding to place man on a planet in the middle of the vast cosmos, built perfectly for your arrival on this tiny speck of earth in the middle of it all, so that he could celebrate the joy of being a dad, a father. In the context of him somehow deciding, there in the context of the Trinity, the triune God, to send his son to the planet to, to regain the relationship, the broken relationship with sinners like me to be my dad and my suffering and my dad and my joy. In the context of that kind of love, Shay, I think about the greatest earth story of love my two eyes have witnessed. It, it, it came in, in the presence of a, of a little blue-eyed 15-year-old girl. She wasn't my girl, but oh, how my heart adopted her. She, she came to our youth group years ago. Debbie Joe and I had this crazy, wild, um, rather diverse, um, my oh my, kids from all over this uh, area, Stone County, Taney County, came to our, our little Sunday night club. Some nights there'd be 110, 120 kids come in to see whatever crazy we were going to do next. And then they'd come to hear about the love of Jesus. But there was one little girl who came in one day who only had one eye. She had a patch over her other eye, and it, I'd never seen this little face before, this precious little face with one dazzling blue eye. And I asked the ladies after the club, I said, well, tell me about the girl with the patch. And they said, that, that's Lorianne Hagerman. I said, why does she have just, 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 just one eye and a patch? They said, well, Lorianne has cancer. And, and the doctors had to remove her eye to try to stop the growth. Well, I began to befriend Lorianne. In the process, Lorianne trusted Jesus. She had a religious background, but she didn't really know Christ as her Savior and Lord and didn't know Him tenderly and intimately, but, but she did then. And she began to grow in her relationship with Christ and her tenderness with Christ. Tragically, as her cancer progressed in her face, she had tumors in her mouth, all over inside of her face. And, and it, as, in the next two years, her health began to fail. Her team of doctors in Houston that were, were fighting heroically to, to, to find every cocktail of chemotherapy they could find to, to stop the growth. But 
But the drugs were a failure, and, and, the, and the growth prevailed, and Lorian's pain prevailed. But I will tell you that every time you went in the hospital room to visit Lorian, she would bless you with love. She would bless you with the love of the Savior, who was her hope, who was her faith, who was her love, who was her peace, who was her joy. Lorianne would give you the gift of love. And the week before she died, the doctors gathered around her room. I think there were several, as her mother told me the story. And they said, Lorianne, the, the, the drugs are failing. We don't have any other, um, we don't have any other medical solutions. We, we need you, you to know that, that probably within a week you need, to, you need to go home. They didn't talk about Jesus. They just said you need to go home to die. I can't imagine how horrible for them that conversation was. But it wasn't horrible for Lorianne. Because Lorianne's heart was filled with love, not love of toys under the tree, not love of a new car, as, 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 as probably most of us, me included, would be, be guilty of around the Christmas season, the love of a puppy. But her love was entirely the love of Jesus. And she looked at those doctors through her one dazzling blue eye, and she said to them, don't, don't worry about your medications. I, I, I'm not going to die when your medications run out. I'm going to die when my Jesus takes me home. And she gave him the gift of love. And so Lorianne came home to, to die. And so I came to visit Lorianne that week. And, and, and then I had an idea as the, as the week neared its end, and we knew that within a day or two, Lori would be going home. There, there was a rock star who appeared in Springfield for a concert on a Saturday night. I, I, think she, I think she went home to be with Jesus maybe on Monday or Tuesday. But on Saturday night, I, 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 I got into the concert somehow, and I snuck into the, to the dressing room of this rock star waiting for him to come off the stage. And when he came back into his dressing room, I introduced myself and said, in the morning, I'd love for you to, to jump in the car with me. There's a girl who's going to be dying in the next few days of cancer. I'd love for you to come say hi to her. He said, pick me up at 8 in the morning. This, this particular rock star had a great big heart, a great big soft, tender heart. And so the next morning, I picked him up, and we went into Lorianne's hospital, obviously under the, under the, uh, the cover of secrecy, and, and then we went into her room. And he sang her a song. Believe it or not, his song was about heaven. It was so ironic because that night she'd actually watched him the night before on a Saturday night TV show that he had pre-taped. That's how famous this individual was, her not knowing he would come see her the next morning. And he sang her a song and he kissed her and he walked out of her room. And everyone thought that was the greatest part of the story, but it wasn't. The next day, a priest came in to visit Lorianne, and he said, Lorianne, uh, I understand a rock star came to visit you yesterday. And she looked at that priest, and she gave him the gift of love that Lorianne had placed in Jesus that no one else seemed to understand like Lorianne did. And she looked at that priest with a one dazzling blue eye with all the energy she had left, and she said, what's a rock star? when you're going to meet Jesus in a week. 
And so one final time, Lorianne gave the gift of love. And yet there was one moment left. Just before she died, just before she began to live again, shall I say, in the presence of her Savior, Lorianne motioned meekly in her weakness for her mother to slip her ear down to Lorianne's mouth for a secret. Lorianne could not project very, you know, audibly words at this point. She was just about to perish. And she whispered in her mom's ear, Mom, I want you to know Jesus the way I know Jesus. Lorianne went home. Her funeral was like a wedding. She planned it out play by play and told me exactly what to do play by play in her funeral service. Her gift of love was all over the funeral service. We were all speechless about the life that Lorianne had lived and the death that Lorianne had died. As we all heard her whisper, I, I want you to know Jesus the way, the way I know Jesus. We all heard her whisper in that funeral service. And I, hear st I still hear her whisper today. And I hope you hear her whisper today as well. I want you to know Jesus the way Lorianne knows Jesus. And if you do, this Christmas season, no matter what you're going through, no matter what Christmas gift you get or don't get, your Christmas will be filled with love. And Shay, as best I can say, that's the meaning of Christmas. <laughs> Thank you, Joe. Our Christmas Advent for your family this week is, it happens to be something that the Robbins family loves. It's our Robbins family favorite. Um, we go every, every year and we take a picture with Santa at Bass Pro. And uh, this is not a plug for Bass Pro, though we're big fans around here. But uh, it's a really cool place. They, they have a free uh, opportunity to take a picture. They print the picture with you. And so every year we've got our Robbins family pictures as they, they've grown over the years. Half the time we've got a kid that's crying because they don't like Santa to be holding them. But we actually get a kick out of it. And so we encourage your family to do something fun like that as well. Um, and we want to thank you for sharing your time with us today. We hope today's conversation serves to fuel your I'm Third approach to the Christmas season. With that, I want to pray with your family. Father, we just lift up the precious families out there, and we pray, God, that love would envelop their home. We pray, God, that their, each one of their kids, and mommy and daddy, grandpa and grandma, that their hearts would be united in a love that is growing for Christ. We pray that that this season would refresh their faith. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. We hope today's conversation left you encouraged, strengthened, and empowered. If you hadn't had the chance, please subscribe to our podcast today to stay up to date with the latest episodes. If this podcast has helped you in any way, please consider rating us, writing a review, or sharing it with others so we can continue to build you up with an I'm Third approach to marriage, family, leadership, and spiritual growth. For more information about the podcast, visit canacuckpodcast.com. And for more information about Canacuck, you can visit canacuck.com.